This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yes, time to talk women's football again with Alicia Carnabas. Evening, Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Hi, guys. How are you? Very good. Good Good to have you back on the show. Uh, Let's uh, start with the A-League women. Uh, Sydney FC are top, albeit having played a game more. They beat Newcastle 4-2 on the road. Now, Princess Abini uh, on the score sheet. Uh, She's moving closer to 100 games in uh, the women's competition. She's one player you wanted to talk about tonight. Yeah, look, Princess Sabini, what a story. I mean, 100 caps uh, for any club or any league is fantastic. And she's just one of those success stories, I think, that we kind of look over a bit um, as far as development goes in our in our women's game. She's come through the Sydney FC system from, I think, 12 years old. And she's 22 now, so 10 years in the system. And you can just see how much benefit that's been to a player of her caliber, just been in and around professional football. Um, she's obviously had a few opportunities with the national team as well, which has been amazing for her. But at 22 years old, um, amazing achievement, 100 yeah. games for your club. So really, really fantastic. And yeah, Sydney and Western United tomorrow, that's that's the clash, right? That's yeah. the, the top of the table and the one that I think everyone's watching in the league. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a shame that it's five o'clock on a, on a weekday, really. <laughs> yeah, it, sat, Saturday afternoon would have been a bit better, I think, for everyone. But um, it's it's one of those where that they're on the road, both teams, and it's just about getting it in. So will be an interesting, interesting matchup between both of those teams. But just going back to Princess Sabini, I mean, if she can net a goal or two in that match, I think that'll be one to remember for her. Absolutely. And just on that match still, another uh, two of the goal scorers in, in what was an incredible start for Sydney. I mean, they were 3-0 up inside the first seven minutes. Um, Mackenzie Hawksby, I mean, she has been um, called up to the Matildas once before, didn't play. You think she's on the radar for Tony Gustafsson ahead of the Women's World Cup and potentially Sarah Hunter as well, who also got on the score sheet? Yeah, all of those players, Sarah Hunter, uh, Mackenzie Hawksby and Princess Sabini, they're still quite young, right? So that's really, I guess, um, the advantage that they have is that absolutely, I think, in the next four years, they're going to be integral parts of, of the national team for sure. Whether or not it's it's those types of players right now, that Tony's looking for is, is anyone's guess. Um, I think at this stage leading up to the World Cup, in, in six months' time, of course, every player is going to be pushing for, for one of those 23 to 26 spots, depending on, on the coach and how many people or players he's taking. But ultimately, I think they're just a little bit too young to be in Tony's scope for the World Cup. Um, he might surprise us, though, and bring them into the squad with upcoming matches. But I think they'll just miss out this year. But future, future years, World Cups and Olympics, I think absolutely we're going to see those names for sure. Mm, absolutely. Uh, we should make mention as well of uh, Madison Haley, who's having a stellar season, a goal of the month contender uh, in the opening minute. 
Um, some breaking news, incidentally. This is from Tim Coglin, and I'm I'm trying to find confirmation of this at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Tegan Collister and Roller Badawaya have today signed with Sydney FC. That's according to Tim Coglin. Did you know that? Heard a rumour. Heard a rumour about... I heard a rumour. <laughs> We're back to your 80s tunes again. You know, just, just throwing it back, Simon, throwing it back. No, I heard a rumour late this afternoon that that was happening and there's been a few signings uh, with a couple of clubs, but mm. did hear that Sydney um, have got a few additional signings, but good ones as okay. well. But Madison Haley, I think, uh, for me, is one of the standout players of, of the league at the moment. She's incredible to watch, really dynamic, and I really like what I see uh, in her, albeit not not an Aussie national, but um, f- fantastic to watch. And I think Sydney FC just bolstering their squad for the second half of the season. Yeah, and uh, one player on her way out of Sydney FC, Ellie Brush, who has signed for Canberra. Um, Western United maintain that perfect record, Alicia, beating Wellington 1-0, yet another late goal. They make such a habit of that, don't they? Seems to be a trait of, of the team, and I think it's it's definitely a quality. I think people can shy away from that a bit and, and say, well, they're always leaving it late or they don't seem to score their goals early. I think it's actually a strength. Um, if you can actually score goals in the, the latter stage of the game when teams are fatigued, I think it's absolutely a strength in that last half hour. Where, where I think Western United may come unstuck is against some good quality defence and some organised tactical teams as well where they'll hold them out and they won't be able to to quite infiltrate that last 30 minutes as they've been doing so far in the season. I think teams will start to work that out if they haven't already. So mm. it's, it's definitely um, something to watch with Western United. I think if they can start to get some goals early, that's just going to work for them a bit better towards the latter stage of the season as well. They're certainly having a great debut season and they've just signed Angie Beard as well, mm. uh, which is a great acquisition to have. Now, Western Sydney Wanderers finally got a win. It's a bit of a surprise for you that it came against Melbourne City. Yeah, I think I think for most people it was absolutely a surprise. But can I just say as well, um, well and truly overdue, I think they'll be happy with that. Western Sydney, we're talking nearly, well, just about a year with with no with no win and they're a young squad so I think that's a confidence booster as well particularly against a team like City but um, if they can build on this I think that'd be great for their confidence and and great for Kat Smith too getting her first win um, as a new coach. Alicia the A-League crowds I think in general both on the men's and and the women's have um, you know continued to struggle this season Given there's a World Cup, um, you know, in the in the women's game around the corner, how do we incentivize fans to, you know, to show up to, to games from week to week in a World Cup year? And if you could tell the men as well, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I had the magic wand. And I think it's something that we talk about and and football lovers, I think we sound like we're whinging about it too half the time. It's just part and parcel of, of the love of the game. But um Look, if anything, I think what we're missing the most um, in this country with local football is the connection with with the fans. That's that's ultimately what's missing. I've noticed it quite a bit um, in and around the women's game, in particular with with young girls coming through in development squads and systems. And when I talk to them, they can't tell me a player that plays for the Brisbane Raw yeah. up here in Queensland. They can't tell me anyone outside of Samantha Kerr that plays for the Matildas. Um, and we're talking girls who are 12 years old playing in a, a SAP system, essentially. So they're, you know, supposedly 
the future of our game in terms of development. So that's that to me is always a bit concerning because growing up, I think we knew players in in your local team. And for me, it was the Brisbane Strikers. It was Frank Farina. It was Rob Brown. Mm. You knew those guys. Andy Harper. They all played. Um, you knew who played in your local league. And I think that's what, that that disconnect is what stops people from buying the ticket, yeah. making the time to come down to a game. And it's it's tricky. It's not a it's not a quick fix. There's a lot to do with marketing, endorsement, and all of those connective, the connective fascia, if we can call it, of business. In, An identity. In and identity. Correct. That's the key, isn't it? It's about having that emotional connection with your club that sticks Just, you it's to the it. Culture. Yeah. It's the culture of, of our game. So it's it's not an overnight fix, but it's definitely something that for me is the key to what's missing is is exactly that, is that connection with the fans that we need to to work out. Let's hope we can fix it quickly. Uh, final one, Alicia, for tonight. Uh, there is some talk that uh, Hayley Razzo might be heading to Spain uh, to play for Real Madrid. You got any inside info? And w- would that be a good move for her? Wow. Look, I've got a big smile on my face about this one because I think we've seen so many of our national team players in the UK, which has been fantastic for the last few years. I think the Spanish league has gone leaps and bounds as well. And to see one of our own playing for a club like Real Madrid, I just think it's fantastic mm. um, if that's the case. I'm hearing, though, that it's after the World Cup so, uh, next season. Um, so that I think we're going to see quite a bit of movement after the World Cup, which is quite natural. We see it all the time, different clubs coming in and signing players. So if Hayley manages to, to make that transition, I think it's going to be fantastic for her game. I think the Spanish league will suit the way she plays as well. So I think it's exciting. If it comes to fruition, it's it's got my tick basically i think it's great yeah maybe create some of those role models that you were talking about for the young girls so they Mm. know who the players are that they're watching hey uh, brilliant thanks alicia talk to you next week see you thanks guys see Uh, you bye that's alicia carnavas with the women's game off to a quick break then we will answer some of your texts